0: Thanks for tuning in to Babe Let's Talk with Maya and Ian Gardner. Being parents of six children and married for over 18 years, our hope is to give a refreshing perspective on hot topics and trending questions within relationships. We hope you enjoy today's conversation. Okay, so thanks for joining us today on Babe Let's Talk. I am Maya and
1: I'm Ian.
0: And we're here today to talk about priorities in a marriage. Mainly, who or what should be your priority. Um, So basically discussing how and why we should prioritize our spouse in life, in marriage, in family, in general. I'll start off with me. After getting married, we were each other's priority. Um, But things started to shift a little bit for me once I started having children. Once we started having kids, you know, I felt like I I had a little more sense of purpose, you know, nurturing and all of that came natural for me. So it was something that I started to prioritize over my marriage. Um, Hmm. Of course, it's not that way now, but when I started having children... My children became my priority. Um, You know, they needed to be fed. They needed to be clean. They needed to be catered to. They needed to, you know, grow development skills and things like that. So changing their diapers, giving them baths, feeding them, teaching them colors, numbers. let
1: Let me just say this. And also being in the bed at night, getting in my way
0: what the children yeah oh well they would be in the bed lot, and they'd
1: be pushing me out of the bed and headbutting me
0: i will say i was not that mom that let our children sleep in the bed with us we were not co-sleepers with our children but what? but for me i did nurse so a lot of times it was convenient when they were really small to you know if they cried they woke up during the middle of the night. I would go get them, bring mm-hmm. them in the bed, nurse them. And a lot of times I would fall asleep. Yeah, like-
1: and I would wake up and they would be looking at me with their little <laughs> evil eyes no, saying, mean. yeah, this is mine. No. Go away. That's what they would do. <laughs> okay.
0: And then they would headbutt me and I would mm. go s- oh sleep on gosh. the couch. <laughs> You're being dramatic right now. Oh, no,
1: I'm serious. Um,
0: but I did let them sleep. Only because I was so tired and I would fall asleep. I was not that mom that was like, oh yeah, kids, you can come sleep with us and you have your children sleep with you till about two or three years old. That was not me. I loved my bed. I loved having my bed free from children. It was just more out of convenience for me.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, But like I said, I did start to prioritize them or um, yeah, prioritize them over my marriage because I felt like that was a greater need Like that's where I was more purposeful. So, you know, spending time, intimate time with my husband became secondary because, oh, the kid's crying or, oh, um, they need to be changed or burped or bath or I've catered to them all day long. And then when it's time to go to bed, it's like, I'm tired. Like (laughs) I'm going to sleep. I don't know about you. Like, you know what I mean? So as a mom, for me, I started to prioritize what they needed over what we needed as a couple. I don't know how. If you ever felt that from me or if um, if you prioritized anything over our marriage at times either.
1: Well, when you started saying all this stuff, talking about what you prioritize, I kind of felt a little um, convicted. Because I started to think about things that I didn't realize I was prioritizing over you. Mm. Um, When we first got married, I started getting really heavy into church, Mm -hmm. my um, service to God. So church was a priority over you. Mm. Uh, Serving at the church was a priority over you me working a job sometimes was almost a priority over you. It's like I was doing these things for you, but not with you. Mm -hmm. I felt these were the obligations and things I should be doing to support my family, which is nothing. There's nothing wrong with these things, but I can see now that I look back like, man, like I made everything else a priority Mm -hmm. and I, caused our relationship to take a back seat and just asking you how are you doing seeing seeing where you were in life like what was your purpose for the year or what you were trying to accomplish what were your dreams and aspirations it, it everything took a back seat because i had my own drive i was the leader i'm pushing us forward and whatever you decided to do or you were interested into that was nice but it wasn't my priority Mm -hmm. whereas when we were single we were dating you were my priority that's why we got married is because you were my focus you were my priority like yes i was going to school i was working but my heart was towards you Mm -hmm. and even when i was away from you i was thinking about you i still wanted to know your thoughts and and we had long conversations we fell asleep over the phone you know breathing over the phone you know (laughs) like spent long periods of time just being together and after we got married i don't look at it as maybe it was like maybe it was the kids were your priority and then for me, it was like everything else was my priority. Mm-hmm. So it was like, if if it meant spending more time with other people, like I would talk on the phone with other people for while while you guys were all asleep. What was my priority when I look back now? It wasn't you, and I'm sorry about that because so. it, I, it, I feel that.
0: Oh gosh. Um so did you <laughs> Did you kind of feel like I did where it was almost like it was the things that you were prioritizing it wasn't like you were purposely trying to neglect our marriage or our relationship but it kind of felt like it was this has a greater need like mm-hmm. I have a sense of purpose in this so yeah. let me address this. Yeah. Um and then everything else just kind of had to fall yeah. in line wherever it did because yeah. that's kind of how I felt like being a mom being you know like you said after we first got married we really started to spearhead a lot of things in church we became leaders over different departments and things like that so I kind of felt like oh well this is a part of my purpose this is how life is supposed to be mm-hmm. let me put these things first because they have they need me they need my influence they need who i am so let me let me put those up there let me prioritize these things and then you know i mean we're married we love each other we'll yeah. be fine kind of thing that's well,
1: and and when i think about it now a lot of times the things that cuz we were running the business mm-hmm. i had a job and we were heavily heavily involved in church mm-hmm. It's not that I can't have those things and those things be important to me, but why not do those things with you by my side?
0: Yeah, we were still together. We you were still around each why, other.
1: Why not? But we can be together, but we're not connected. We're not, I'm, you know what I'm saying? My focus is torn this way, mm-hmm. and, we're, and your focus is tor- turned towards the kids, mm-hmm. and we're not holding hands. We're not growing in those things because my priority is... Getting our business together, and you're like, man, I'm trying to. I need some help with washing these dishes, or um, you know, changing the kids' diaper. Yeah. And it's like, so when we come together, we're both exhausted. Yeah. Because we've been doing it all alone. Uh-huh. And even though we were near, yeah, each other, and we needed each other, yeah,
0: we still you know, were doing it. Uh-huh. We're doing it
1: alone, and I can see that now. Like that puts a lot of strain on a relationship because. You're both seeing a need and a, something that needs to be focused on, mm-hmm. but because you don't see eye to eye, you're not looking in the same direction.
0: Right.
1: You're kind of butting heads.
0: Mm-hmm. And I would say that I didn't really see the problem or the issues with. You know us not prioritizing Each other until much much later Mm -hmm. It was like like I said I kind of had this perspective We're we're still married we're still together When you go to church I go to church You know what I mean when we go home we all go home But we kind of operated In our own little bubble Yeah. Even though we were together We were operating in our own little bubble So I didn't really feel like I was growing Apart or away from you or anything Like that because I'm like Well he's right here Yeah (laughs) So, I didn't see there being an issue until, you know, I started to hit a breaking point where I'm like, man, like, why am I so exhausted? Why am I so frustrated? Why Mm -hmm. do I feel so unfulfilled? Um, And then I started to see that, you know, man, I, I want to do things together. I want to be on the same page. I want to attack this world as a team.
1: Yeah. That's why we got married,
0: right? Um, but just you know, things things happen, you know, on your journey, and I I just started to prioritize unconsciously. Just started to prioritize these other things because I felt that they were more purposeful than not more purposeful than our relationship, but I just felt they like just our a relationship. Priority. Yeah, I felt like our relation relationship was a natural thing. Yeah, and these other things had a were like a calling for me like, And it's
1: like and I I remember there would be times where you would be all consumed in um, maybe you were doing accounting for the church or something mm-hmm. and I would come around to try to say something to you but you would be so consumed in it that you couldn't talk mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with me if I was writing or doing something that I'm connected to like I'm not I'm not open to the communication that you're looking for Right Right. I'm just now seeing it now. Like I'm seeing how much I have put in front of you, maybe mm-hmm. not above you, but just in front of you. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let me get all these things done first. Mm-hmm. Then I'll spend time right. with Maya. We'll go on date nights and and we'll do these different things. We'll go on vacation. Everything else was first. Mm-hmm. Then I will spend time with you. Like I almost like I had to settle. You know everything.
0: Right let me handle these things first and then we can have all the time but right. you have th- all then the it's not but now
1: we're exhausted we're yeah. tired and
0: it's not quality time and
1: we might not have the money or the or the time to do some certain yeah. things that we could have did if i would have put you first then made everything else um secondary
0: did you ever feel neglected
1: yeah, I, I definitely can say I, I I felt it in our marriage at points. Like, it's not something that was like, uh, it was more so, uh, moments of neglection, not days of neglection or months of neglection, years of neglection, more so if you were my priority in that moment and I wasn't yours, mm-hmm. then I would feel neglected. Until I jumped back into whatever I was doing. But it wasn't like, man, she never calls me. She never texts me. Because we would communicate. Mm -hmm. It was just the fact of you were on your own schedule. And I was on my own schedule.
0: Mm -hmm. I would say for me, I definitely felt neglected. What? But for me, I'm the type of person that (laughs) I hold on to things until I hit a boiling point. So for me, it was a little more impactful because... All of those moments added up. Mm
1: -hmm. It was
0: like in that moment, you're the type of person like if I neglected you, you could say it like, dang, babe, you know, I just need some time or whatever. You could get it off your chest and then move on. I don't know if you did that. I don't recall. But for me, if I ever felt neglected, I will bottle it up Mm -hmm. and then move on. And then the next time, I'm like, dang. I really wanted to do this or I really wanted to go here, but he's working, you know, he's writing, he's doing whatever it is he wants to do. We're at church or whatever. So I bottled that up and moved on. And then at a certain point I felt heavily neglected because all of those moments hit the boiling point. And then I'm like, man, like I just... (laughs) Can we spend some time together? Can we just talk? Well, well,
1: because when we got together, we started dating. We spent every moment together. Yeah. Like, the only time we were away from each other is when we went to class. Yeah. But to have that strong of a connection so fast, and then be in a position where now we have so many other responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Those responsibilities put a lot of pressure on, on us. Yeah. Individually and on our relationship because it's like, okay, well, I have to be here at this time. I got to do this. I have to do this. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that I'm leading and I'm over right. that how can I balance all these different things mm-hmm. when, when, it, when I did have a downtime, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I would have moments of neglection where, like, I, and more so later on, when I started writing books and I, or and I'm excited about something that I might have wrote, and then you're you would talk about somebody else stuff like, oh, this quote, this guy had this quote, and blah. I'm like, do you not see who I am? Do you not know who you are, man? You know, mm-hmm. but I'm just I'm just saying, like those the place where you you don't feel like you're being seen.
0: Yeah.
1: You don't feel like you're being appreciated. You would think that the one person in this world is going to appreciate you. Mm-hmm. That's when I would feel like a little bit of neglection, because I'm like, man, like I feel alone in this. Like I feel all alone, just like you would feel all alone, in a different world. You know, of the kids and those kind of responsibilities Mm -hmm. you had you were a leader in the church just as much as i was so it's like you had so many more responsibilities and i was taking on mine but it was hard for us to come together um and see that in that moment because we were so blind to all the things we were doing
0: and and i will say too that in the beginning i kind of took those moments of neglect as you know i was just rolling with the punches like Mm -hmm. this is what happens like you get married you have a family this is what being a grown-up is all about you know what i mean you don't you don't always get what you want you you know what i mean you make sacrifices you compromise like all of these things i kind of just inhaled as you know okay well i guess this is what being a grown-up is um So, like I said, I didn't see those times of neglect as such a big deal right away. I didn't see me prioritizing other things over um, our relationship as being neglectful because I'm like, well, this is what you do. You're a grown up. Like, you don't, you got to put your big girl panties on and be a woman. Like, this is what it's all about. So, you know later it hit me like man you know but this is not what i want Mm -hmm. this is what i was doing because this is what i felt was supposed to be done but then i reached a point where i'm like but this ain't what i want
1: when you get in a place of comfort you don't want to deal with the discomfort Mm -hmm. you don't want to deal with the fact that we weren't putting each other as um number one as a priority Mm -hmm. so we'd rather just stay in our comfort zone of saying well I don't really have time to do all these extra things to really work on getting to know Maya and how and who she is Mm -hmm. at 29 years old. Mm -hmm. You know, I have my own things I have to work on. So let's just not rock the boat. Yeah. Let's just keep it going like we love each other. We know we love each other. We say it.
0: Mm-hmm. But we'll work these things out on the way. But
1: mm-hmm. we're not and, and like I said, I was blind to the fact that it was an issue. Yeah. So for me, if I see an issue, I do deal with it. But if I don't see it, if I'm blind to it,
0: yeah.
1: I'm just going to keep moving. Like as, I'm not going to as anyone else would too. And, and and I think that's my that was my thing is I was blind to the fact that I was doing these things. Yeah. If I would have known that I was doing it, I would have changed. Yeah. I believe because that's just how I am. But I, I'm somebody that's all in kind of person. Mm-hmm. So being an all in all the time, if I'm in, if I'm committed to church or if I'm committed to something, I'm all in, right. and I'm not seeing what is being sacrificed in the process. Mm-hmm. I was sacrificing our relationship. I was gonna ask you what um, you said. You hit a breaking point. So what changed? What changed when you hit the breaking point?
0: What do you mean? How how did I hit the breaking point? No, like, I'm saying
1: what changed after you hit the breaking point. You say you hit a breaking point. Um,
0: well, my breaking because we're not point, the
1: same as we were.
0: At no, that moment. my breaking point really was. I was starting to see that a lot of the things that I was doing outside of taking care of my children, I still felt like they were a huge priority in my life. Um, But I started to see a lot of the other things that I was involved in and um, participating in, I started to see that those things weren't really fulfilling me. Mm -hmm. So when, you know, you operate through life I started to feel like a hamster on a wheel it was like okay I'm I'm moving I'm I'm active I'm doing a lot but where am I going with it and my breaking point was hitting the place where I felt like I did not know my purpose and hitting that point allowed me to see everything else that was going on around me a lot more clearly Uh Um so at that point, I think that's when I kind of started to come to you and just ask for your time so that I could open up about how I was really feeling versus what it looked like how I was feeling. You know, I'm I'm really feeling frustrated, but I'm looking like I'm okay because I'm always wearing a smile and I'm 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 doing the things I'm supposed to be doing, but how I feel was completely different. And I just started to open up to you a little bit um at a time, saying like can you just give me your ear for 5 minutes? Just like can you just hear me out? And when I started to do that, I think it not only helped me to see the things around me a lot more clearly, but I think it started to open your eyes even if not for you or in your life, it started to open your eyes about me. Um and what I was really going through, what I was feeling, um, because I was able to be open and honest about it.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that that made me think about me I actually hit the breaking point, too. But it was more so not in our marriage, but just in my life in general. Because mm-hmm. I had so many responsibilities and I was living so unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. Nothing was fulfilling my life. And I, the the things that should have been bringing me peace and joy and happiness was causing more stress and frustration than anything else. Yeah. And I had to learn how to let go mm-hmm. At, as all those things went away and I started to let go of certain positions and titles. You were what what remained. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking you, Maya, what do you need? And initially you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like you were but God really turned my heart back towards you in your direction. So I started to really put you in a position where you have my focus. And I'm like, I want Maya to be happy. And this is before you really start opening up about stuff, but I just started like, Hey, what do you need? How can I help you? How can I help you, Mm -hmm. you know, to not carry so much of a weight and that was I, That's what really what changed for me.
0: And I will say that that helped when it came to me kind of opening up and and really confessing my life versus my fake life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, was because I felt you would at least hear me out. Like I, I felt like I could spend some time with you and talk to you. Um, so that really helped when it came to me. Um, getting past my breaking point, getting past my boiling point, it was... Feeling like, oh, okay, he's going to hear me out. Um, but, so for without, you... Without judgment. Without judgment, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I honestly, at that point, I didn't know if I would be judged. I was really scared. I thought, okay, me opening up about my life, I didn't know if that was going to end our marriage or be a turning point in our marriage. So, until I started to confess, um, I was really unsure. But... It, like I said, it, you just kind of focusing on me a little bit more it was like, man, okay, now I kind of trust now that I can say something and he'll at least hear me out. He'll listen to me. Like, and
1: I think it's so funny that we fell in love being ourselves mm-hmm. when we were single, mm-hmm. but then we kind of put on a mask in and in a facade. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but we did for for a while. And holding up this standard and this this persona that we feel we should have been Mm -hmm. as a husband and wife Mm -hmm. caused us to lose a sense of who we were. Mm -hmm. And we had to reconnect with ourselves and love ourselves so that we could reconnect with one another.
0: Yeah, And that that was going to be my next question um, to you. Do you feel it's important for a person to prioritize themselves first in a marriage and then prioritize their spouse? Because everybody has a different perspective on what or who you should prioritize in your marriage and in your family. I know, like I said, at one point, I believed my children came after me. It was like, okay, let me prioritize God and then my children and then my husband. And there are a lot of women that feel that way even to this day. Um, But now... I feel like I've got to prioritize my relationship. If we're going to raise our children together, raise our children as a team and operate this household as a unit, I think we need to prioritize each other first. (laughs) Like, because I don't want to prioritize my children. And then when it comes to discipline or, you know, if our children should be reading versus playing a video game, I don't want to feel like I'm alone in this. Like, Or you have a suggestion. I'm like, no, well, I already talked to the kids. Like, I don't want that kind of um, environment in our house. I want to be one unit together and then everything else falls in place. Um, So what do you feel about prioritizing yourself? I kind of went off topic a little bit, but how do you feel about individuals prioritizing themselves first and then their spouse? Or should it be a different way or?
1: Ah, that's a tough question for me because I can see the pros and cons to both. Because if I'm already prioritizing myself initially,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then let's say I prioritize myself. That means I play video games all the time before I communicate with you and do stuff with you. hmm I, you know what I'm saying? I do everything as if I'm single. Like, I don't have you in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, let's make you a priority. I kind of feel like if that is what I'm comfortable doing mm-hmm. without you, then I'm really not. Okay, let me just answer like this. I don't feel like you should prioritize yourself. I, I believe in this scripture where it says that you should lay down your life um, for your friends. Mm-hmm. You and my kids are my priority. Mm-hmm. That should be my paramount Priority is making sure that you are taken care of, my kids are taken care of, that you guys, like, if you guys aren't taken care of, then I'm not going to be happy. Like, I'm ha- my happiness is rooted in your happiness. But I can also see if somebody is, that's what I was trying to say. I also can see if somebody's been lost and has lost themselves, mm-hmm. identifying as a mom, identify as a father, as as a husband or a wife, Mm -hmm. and that person has lost who they were, that's the other side of it where they need to spend time with themselves to love themselves Mm -hmm. so that they can be the best version of themselves for somebody else. So I'm on the other side of saying, yes, I think you should, I shouldn't prioritize because that's me as a person, like individually, I don't feel that benefits me personally mm-hmm. like maybe other men and other people it's fine for them to prioritize themselves first but as me I've done that enough and I've seen where that gets me and that's not what I want
0: I for me I, I think I'm kind of on the other end yeah. um, and maybe
1: that's why I said maybe it know. has
0: to do with I feel like I haven't prioritized myself in the past. Um, But Mm -hmm. I feel like when you prioritize yourself, when it's done in a way where you're not prioritizing your desires, you're not prioritizing your lusts, like prioritizing your purpose, prioritizing, you know what I mean? Your... Morale, your integrity, prioritizing those things I think are important because we talked about this on another podcast, how being your own friend is such an important thing in a relationship, in a marriage, in a friendship, loving yourself yourself first is so important because you cannot be Or you cannot complete a puzzle being a broken piece. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think when people prioritize themselves selfishly, meaning you prioritizing yourself or me prioritizing myself for me does not mean, oh, well, I'm going to go get a manicure or pedicure. It may be for some women. I think it's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's not the surface level things. It's not the shallow things. It's not... For me, prioritizing myself means get up, get in the shower, you know? Yeah. Maybe I need to meditate for five minutes before I talk to you or my children. Maybe I need to get my head clear. Like, prioritizing myself so that I can be the best when it comes to prioritizing our relationship i think is important but like i said when you're doing it in a selfish way you playing video games before you talk to me or you know what i mean oh well, i'm yeah, gonna I, hang out i was thinking
1: my... more carnal you was thinking more spiritual I, I was thinking minded. more
0: purposeful like <laughs> it, even away from spiritual like yeah. just purposeful like me prioritizing you know uh spending time with myself so that i understand the things that my purpose for my life or the things that are purposeful in my life is going to be different than me prioritizing. Oh, I'm going to ha- hang out with my friends. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I haven't I, really spent much time with my family this week yet, but let me go. I, let me take care of me first and then you guys can have me on the weekend. Like the perspective um, that I have when I say prioritizing yourself is um, more of a purposeful perspective. Yeah,
1: I, I definitely can agree with that. I was thinking the other way mm-hmm. where if you ask a man that isn't thinking about his purpose yeah, and it's like, yeah, I need to, I need to spend time with me. I need to do things for me. Mm-hmm. And you really can't do things for yourself in a purposeful way. If you haven't discovered your identity mm-hmm. and discovered your voice. And I think, like you said, knowing who you are and knowing what you stand for Clearly helps your relationship mm-hmm. because it allows you to be the best version of yourself, which enables you to be the best husband, be the best father. Um, But if you're carrying a facade of who you think you are, mm-hmm. then and you're being led by your desires. That's more so what you're saying is that you're not talking about putting your desires first. Right. You're saying putting your identity first. Yeah. And I I was I was answering the question from a place of the mindset of me putting my desires first. Right. Like, oh I want this. I want to do this. And that's not going to help make our relationship better yes, if my desires anything. are going first. Exactly. But if I do put my identity first, mm-hmm. I do agree with you with that because it's important for me to know who I am. And the world is always trying to tell you who you are and who and how you should think and who you should speak to and the relationships you're supposed to have. And all that stuff can cloud your, your vision from who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. But once you know who you are, then that that gives you an opportunity to love me for who I am. Mm -hmm. And I can love you for who you are because now, because I've accepted myself and the good and the quote-unquote bad, I can accept your flaws. Mm -hmm. I can accept your strengths. Like, I won't be intimidated because you're a strong woman. Right. And because you have your own opinion, I won't be afraid, oh, I can't let her see me as weak. I can't be vulnerable because she's stronger in in something than I am. Mm -hmm. And that's because I know who I am.
0: Right. I think it, it kind of works hand in hand. Prioritizing your spouse goes hand in hand with prioritizing yourself um, when you really think about it. Because for me to prioritize you, I'm going to want to be the best version of myself okay? so that I can go into our relationship. I can spend time with you and be able to give the, verse, the best version of myself to you. That's a part of prioritizing you. So I think it kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, but I will say one thing that I did learn over the course of our marriage that prioritizing your spouse over your children is not only a big deal in marriage and in conversation of marriage, it's a topic that people discuss a lot. Um, but I've learned that It's important to prioritize your spouse over your children. And here's my reasons. Your children are going to grow up. Yeah. You are raising your children as a team. You want them to have a solid core, a solid uh, foundation to fall on as they're growing up, as they're learning to make decisions for themselves, as they're becoming independent. So knowing that your children are going to grow up, They're eventually going to leave the home. Fingers crossed. We got six of them. (laughs) Um, Knowing that they're going to eventually be making decisions and living as an independent adult themselves. Where does that leave your marriage? If you've prioritized your children. For 18, 19 years. Like, Mm -hmm. where does that like? I've known and seen couples who have prioritized their children, either both spouse both the husband and the wife or just one of them have prioritized the children and then when the children leave it's like I gotta get to know this man all over again like I have not learned (laughs) and grown with this man this whole time that we've been raising our children so now that they're gone I don't even know if I like them like (laughs) it's like you kind of have to get to know each other all over again and at that point a lot of times marriages do disintegrate because it's like i don't want to do this yeah. all over again you like, not, yeah understand. Yeah, like i I, I, don't, I don't have time to like you're supposed to love me at this point you're supposed to accept me at this point but not knowing who each other are that's gonna be hard so a lot of marriages disintegrate at that point and just like you know what like, i i guess at this point we'll just divorce because if you,
1: if you spent 18 years developing a relationship with your kid mm-hmm. over your spouse you're going to want to spend more time with your kid as an adult than you're going to want to spend with your spouse. Because you know who
0: your your kid is. Yeah. (laughs) I know them. I know their strengths. I know their weaknesses. I know their flaws. And I still accept them. I still love them. Mm -hmm. So...
1: But you never accepted the
0: flaws of your husband. Yeah, because you didn't give him the opportunity. You
1: didn't give him the opportunity.
0: So for me, I feel like prioritizing your spouse over your children is important. Now, I do understand that there are cases of physical and mental abuse. There are always exceptions where I feel like...
1: That goes back to prioritizing yourself Prioritizing
0: yourself, making sure that you are... um, living your best life <laughs>
1: because when and you, protecting yourself
0: yeah. is a part of that protecting your children is a part of that. So I do understand that there are exceptions, but in a marriage without those issues, I think prioritizing your spouse um, is number one and then your children.
1: Yeah. Cause I was going to say one of the vows is to death do us part. Mm-hmm. So, there are circumstances where you might be married and your spouse passes away. Mm-hmm. Then that's where it kind of comes back into a place where if I only identified myself as your husband, I have nothing to stand on mm-hmm. as an individual. And I've had to deal with that my own self, where I'm like, man, who am I? Mm-hmm. You know, I only I only saw myself as your husband. Mm-hmm. And I lost a part of me. And I had to get that person back to figure out who I truly was and what I truly desired in life. Because if something does happen to you, I can't just bury myself and my kids. I have to know who I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like you said, going back to your first thing, you got to prioritize yourself as far as your purpose. Not your desires, but your purpose. Mm-hmm. Then your spouse and then your kids because your kid like you said your kids go on and they the older your kids get yes they love you yes they want they want to see you but they don't always want to be around you
0: mm-hmm. or listen they, to you
1: they want to move out they want to go their own way mm-hmm. because you you push them to be leaders and you push them to be independent and mm-hmm you can't hold on to them. Y'all let them grow and make their mistakes, make their um, accomplishments and go after their dreams and let them be them. Right. But...
0: <laughs> okay. Well, um, I guess that concludes our conversation on priorities in a marriage. If you like hearing us talk, we love to talk obviously, but if you like hearing us Make sure you visit our website, www.babeletstalk.com and send us a message. Let us know that you like it. Um, Send us some suggestions on topics that you'd like to hear more about. Uh, Follow us on social media and have a great day.
1: Thanks for listening to the Babe let Talk podcast. If you enjoyed our conversation, don't forget to subscribe and leave a five star rating on iTunes. Visit BabelessTalk.com to learn more about our podcast or to submit a question or a topic for future podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in.